Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Mitch from Breakthrough Active. I just wanted to bring to you guys today just a very quick video. Uh, I'm going to be doing around alcohol. Uh, one of the most common questions that I get and that we get down at the gym is around alcohol, uh, about how bad is it for you, which alcohols are better, which alcohols are worse, do I need to cut out drinking if I'm looking to lose weight, should I cut out drinking if I'm wanting to get healthy, so I just wanted to explore a few of those questions here today and, uh, and just do a quick video on it. So the title of the video is that alcohol isn't killing your progress. So I want to delve into that a little more and discuss what I mean there. Um, I feel like that alcohol has a really bad association with health and um, I guess rightfully so. There are a lot of alcohol-related incidents, uh, incidents, you know, as it relates to, to drink driving and domestic violence and things like that. So I, I don't want to totally discard, um, I guess, the effect of alcohol, but for this video, I'm talking about it in terms of, um, I guess, fat loss and about muscle gain and about performance with exercise and in the gym um, and not some of those bigger issues that are obviously a problem. So when it comes to when it comes to progress and when it comes to fat loss or muscle gain, quite often people think that they, if they are enjoying a few drinks, you know, a few times a week or you know, multiple times a week, that it can be the reason why they aren't seeing the results that they want uh, in the gym and, and within their bodies. And, and I just don't believe that. And, and the re the main reason for that is when you look at the calories, and I don't like to talk about calories too much, but as it pertains to this subject, it's really important. So when you are looking at the calories of alcohol, uh, just to, um, I guess, give an approximation, each alcoholic drink is going to be about 100 calories. We do have some that are less, and then we do have some that are more, but if we use that as an average. Um, when you look at that compared to food, it is quite low compared to, to some of the foods that we eat. So I wanted to use the example of pizza. I feel like most people, uh, including myself, uh, don't mind a slice or two of pizza, but if you're getting just a regular size pizza and you're having half, half a pizza, so about four slices, you're looking at about 800 calories. Okay, so if you compare drinking a glass of wine or having a drink, 100 calories, you need to have eight of those to equal the same amount of calories that you have within the pizza. Okay, and how long does it take you to eat half a half a pizza? It might be 10, 15, 20 minutes. And unless we are absolute binge drinkers, how long would it take for you to drink eight um, glasses of wine? It's probably going to be hours and hours and hours. So when you compare the two and when you look at it over the course of a night if you go out with some friends or you're at home and you're having a few drinks you might have three or four or five or six drinks which might be somewhere between three and six hundred calories if you have a cheese and dip board you have um, some chips you know you have something before dinner then you have your big big main meal um, and then you have some dessert a lot of the time people underestimate how many calories that is. That's when it can end up being 1,000, 1,500, 2,000, even 2,500 calories of food consumed in the whole night. Now, I'm not here to demonize that and say that you shouldn't be enjoying the foods you like, but when you compare that 1,500, 2,000, 2,500 through to maybe the 500 calories worth of alcohol that you have, it's just not that alcohol that is going to be the tipping point 
in terms of your weight loss or weight gain <clears throat> or the progress that you're hoping to see in the gym is being jeopardized by that alcohol. It's going to be more likely to be the food. So that, that's the first point that I wanted to make and the most important one where a lot of the time people will, will think that it is those few drinks, you know, a few times a week it's getting in the way and it's not. It's the food that accompanies it. Um, obviously the food, what food you have is going to, you know, it's not always the same, but, but I know, you know, from, from my experience when, when I've been out for dinner and had friends over and things like that and you have a few drinks, but it's the food that's the culprit. You know, I overeat, I have a few, I have the appetizers, I have some, some snacks before, I have some dessert. By the time you've finished, it's, you know, you've had a whole day's worth of calories in one sitting, which is fine. It's just more that the alcohol that I have with that isn't the problem. Um, <clears throat> next point that I wanted to bring up was uh, if you do have a big night and you are hungover, it's decisions that you make the next day with that hangover that is going to impact on your overall um, I guess health and fitness as well as the goals that you have for your own body and, and your fat loss and muscle gain and, and what you do in that day as well. Because when you're hungover, you don't really feel like doing much. Uh, if you are naughty and you do that on a school night, you're probably more likely to, to miss the gym that next day if you're feeling like crap when you, when you wake up. Um, even if it's a weekend, you, you are probably going to be eating some, some foods and, and eating some things that you don't normally do because when you're hungover, you're not really in the right mindset to make good, healthy decisions. So far more likely to get some Uber Eats or you know eat, eat some stuff that you probably normally wouldn't if you're feeling good. Um, and then combined with that, the inactivity. So when you're hungover, you're obviously not going to be out and about, probably doing as much as you normally would less likely to go for that long walk that you planned or like I mentioned earlier, less likely to be going going to the gym to do your session. So the the effects of the next day can impact on your on your body as a whole because if you are skipping that workout, you are eating some more crappy food that you normally would, you aren't moving as much as you normally would and you have a bit more inactivity, then that day is going to impact on your week and, and, and the the fat loss, muscle gain, how you feel, how you perform because you are really setting yourself back a day because you're not doing all those healthy healthy actions that you normally make may on that day. So think about the next day. Um, it, alcohol has has been proven to, to slow down your recovery. So how you recover from your workouts, you know, your, your, your whole muscular system and your whole uh, central nervous system has a little bit of a harder time recovering um, from workouts and from your activity when, when you have got some alcohol in your system. But it, it also has been proven that it is a very, very, very small effect if you are only having one to two drinks. If you are having, you know, 10, 12, 15 drinks, it's a very different, uh, very different outcome there. But if you're having one or two drinks a few times a week, it has little to no effect on the recovery process. So that's something that has been overhyped a little bit in my opinion. And don't feel as though that that has as much of an impact on on you as uh, as you may think, as long as we're keeping keeping the drinks to a minimum, a couple, you know, one or two or three three drinks a night. Um, and, and just to piggyback off that point, you know, moderation is key, just like it is for anything in life when it when it comes to to nutrition and working out. You know, we we want to make sure that we are we are moderating how much we do it, and, and in terms of food and alcohol, how much that we actually consume. So. There is, there's not going to be too many people that believe that one or two drinks every single night will cause that much of a problem. 
But if you're having six or eight or ten drinks a night, that's when the issues um, issues will start to arise. So, like anything, moderation is really important. And if you're able to keep that number at a healthy amount, even if it is quite frequent, then you're going to be uh, better stead as opposed to someone who doesn't drink as often, but you know ends up having a bit of a binge drink. So. Um, which I have been guilty of as well myself, but just making sure you moderate the number of drinks that you do have. And if you are doing it, you know, on a quite regular basis, but only having one or two drinks a night, then little to no, to no harm there, in my opinion. Uh, because there are obviously also some positives that come out of, um, you know, drinking alcohol. And the main one that I can see is that it's a very social, social thing. You're typically doing it out with friends or family or your partner. Uh, and with that comes, I guess, the, a, mood, a, a, a boost in your mood. You're going to feel a lot better when you are out and about with people that you enjoy being with. You're out having a good time. Um, it's going to be good for your mental health. Uh, so there are some of those, those aspects that, that you do get from drinking alcohol. It's not always the case. Obviously, you can achieve those things without it. But you know, a lot of the time you associate drinking alcohol with having fun, having a good time, catching up with friends, catching up with family, and you, you, can't, um, you can't overlook those positive effects that it does have on people. So that's where I still feel like it does have a place for, for myself, uh, it does, and for, for other people where you are able to combine it and to get good benefit out of, out of some of those other social aspects that you get from drinking alcohol. Um, and last thing I want to leave you with, you know, it's probably no secret and everyone would know that alcohol is bad for your liver, but I just wanted to leave this thought with you as well that eating excess sugar, eating excess fried foods is also really bad for your liver. So uh, just because you drink alcohol, yes, it's not great for your liver, but there are other things and other parts of your nutrition which are also going to be bad on your liver, not to mention bad for your heart and other parts of your health as well. Um, and I truly believe that when people are overweight and severely overweight, that's when you are in the poorest health. It impacts your joints, it impacts your movement, it impacts your heart, it impacts just about everything within your life. And, and I'm not here to say that you know having a, an unhealthy liver is, is a good thing, but there are other components of your health that, um, that can be affected from other lifestyle choices that you make. So uh, all in all, like the title of this video says, I don't feel like alcohol is killing your progress, but you just need to make sure you're moderating how much you have, being really careful what you have with that alcohol. So if you are doing it regularly, then you are, you're, you're being mindful of what, you, what food you have with it. Um, and then just not, not labeling that as the culprit and feel like everything else that you're doing is, is, uh, has no bearing on your, your performance in the gym, your weight loss goals, your muscle gain goals, because it is really, a, a, it can be a little bit of everything and product of other lifestyle choices that you make. Um, so if you've watched all this, listened to this, I hope you've gotten something out of it. Until next time, I'll uh, talk to you then and have a great day.